Welcome to the Relentless Courage Podcast. My name is John Howard, husband and father of three, ultra-endurance athlete, and business owner. Here today with Clarence Fields from the MYS, good friend of mine from a while back, and I'm looking forward to talking talking all things youth sports, really. And uh, so, Clarence, thanks for being here, man. Appreciate it. I'm so honored that you called me and... um asked me to do this because uh, lots of good things happen over the MYS of trusted coaches yep. and uh, I think it's the perfect time to um, talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. So we just kind of have a list of stuff we want to go through and, um, and talk about and I'm sure we'll get into some other things that aren't on the list too. But um, with the tournaments, state tournaments coming up for youth boys and girls here in Minnesota, uh, just a few reminders kind of for parents and coaches heading into grade state, I guess, is what um, we would talk about first. But let me back up just a quick second, talk a little bit about the MYS before kind of we get into reminders. Just a brief history. Like, when was it founded? Why, you know? Yeah, so um, MYS was founded back in 1991 as a 501c nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, the uh, school district started to defund the middle school athletic programs, and so that's where all of the youth youth parent volunteer sports organizations started to kind of pop up. Yep. Uh, Dan Klinkhammer, um, who's our former executive director, founded um, MYS and saw that there was a need to provide some services um, for these parent volunteer youth sports organizations. Uh, and then it just kind of morphed into, uh, you know, tournaments and uh, league play and uh, some camps and clinics and that type of thing. Um, you know, it's it's a tough job, you know, to be a parent volunteer. Right. Um, because you have a full-time job and a family, you know, so outside of, you know, organizing a board, um, there's a lot that goes into it, and, and I think it's important, you know, for the MYS and trusted coaches to continue to provide services to help, um, you know, provide solutions, you know, for these parent volunteer sports organizations in order to uh, um, continue to improve the delivery of youth sports. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I've done some stuff with the trusted coaches within the Wyzetta Girls Basketball Association board. Yep. And I was certified a few years ago when I started coaching baseball for my son's team and then recertified this last year as I was going to be around helping out at some practices and things. And wow, I was just blown away as I was working compliance with all of our coaches and um, – you know, I went through the program myself. I recognized a lot of things as being very similar and familiar, but such amazing reminders. Yeah. And then I saw the, the new stuff, too, that's come in just in the last few years that's really powerful and equips. Because, like, yeah, well, you just said the parents are vol- they're volunteering their time, their energy, and it's a lot. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting that you say uh, certified um, because currently there are no certifications technically. Sure. Um, it's just a screening and education platform. Yeah. So background checks, concussion training, uh, child safety training, yeah. fosters, fosters compliance with the new Safe Sport Act. Sure. Um, there's a first aid component to it as well. Yes. And some coach character development. Yeah. You know, but from a certification standpoint, yeah. um, we are you know going in that direction. Okay. You know, as it relates to um, a coaching certification. Yeah. Um, just kind of to, to provide youth coaches with a, a, a starting point, you know, right. a foundation, you know, to, to be better X's and O's coaches. Um, yeah. I think, you know, since it was created, 
Trust the Coaches in 2015, you okay. know, it's provided um, a lot of great substance, mm. right, in terms of protecting um, and making uh, things safer for kids, yeah. you know, but there's still, you know, a lot of gray area, you know, as it relates to, um, you know, how coaches coach, um, you know, what are they working on yeah. in practice in terms of the fundamental. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot, you know, that's to come. Yeah. Um, and we've, we've always said up until this point, you know, the platform is about 20% done. Yeah, I so can see that. a long way to go. Especially with what you just said about going into, like, the actual <clears> – <throat> X's and O's of it all, because yeah, trusted coaches doesn't really cover that or at, at this current time, right, right? But it covers the stuff that is, I feel, most important for sure, and which is why they started there. And the fact that it's only been around for like five years, I thought it was longer than that. And well, and we're just, a nonprofit too, you know. So from a, a yeah. marketing dollars, you know, standpoint, you know, it's it's all organic, you know. Yeah. So you know, we try to do a little bit of fundraising, right? And, you know, and we've been kind of successful with that, but. You know, it's very expensive. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand. You know, to to run a platform like that. Right. You know, there's a lot of backhand IT, um, and as a matter of fact, you know, we we just invested about you know seventy thousand um, dollars into a rebuild, uh, which will launch. Well, you know, how the IT world is. You know, it's yep. you know January one, but it's really you know June one. So um, yeah. it's going to be a nice shiny new car. Lots of new bells and whistles, and it's going to make it even a lot more easier um, for coaches and, and organizations uh, to get their coaches screened and educated. Yeah, that's I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we're, we, we are too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cool. I actually think I just saw a PCA commercial during the Twin Spring training game. Is that correct? Probably. Okay, Probably. fair enough. Just throwing it out there. But uh, anyways. Um. Yeah, because I had a buddy just talk to me the other day, Brian. He was a high school lacrosse coach in 2010, and there was nothing. The only reason he was able to coach was because he was a player, basically. But how – okay, so the next question then would be with high schools, not associations, but like high school coaches, what is the type of response that you get uh, for the Trusted Coaches platform – or program, I guess if it's not a certification yet. That's just what I always called it because it seems right. to be you get you go through it right. and you're better off because of it, which right. certification screams at me. Totally. You know, from a high school coach's perspective, um, you know, here in the state of Minnesota and most um it's probably all fifty states, yeah. you know, the high school has a governing body. Sure. Um so the Minnesota State High School League, yeah. you know, provides, you know, background checks, concussion, all the screening and education that we provide um, for the youth level. You know, so Trusted Coaches is more or less um, for that eighth grade on down for the Parent Volunteer Youth Sports Association. Sure. Because the high school league, you know, um, also has uh, connections, you know, with the National Federation of High School Sports. So a lot of their, you know, screening and education, okay. um, coach character development, you know, will come from will come from the NFHS. Sure. Yeah. But there are some high school coaches, of course, that, you know, coach youth sports that yeah. have gone through the Trusted Coaches platform. And we've received, you know, some, some great feedback. And everybody's, you know, thing is, okay, well, well, this is great, but, like, you know, what's the next, you know, what's the next step? So, yeah. you know, we, we totally realize that there's a lot of opportunity, you know, to continue to um, – you know, get into some sort of certification process to where, you know, 
we can kind of ensure that, you know, coaches are, are teaching the right way. Because, I mean, here in Minnesota, I'm not sure if the folks are aware of this, but per capita, there's more youth sports being played and participated in here than anywhere else yeah. in the country. Um, when I would say MYS is probably a decent <clears throat> Reason why would you agree with that? I mean, it's pretty organized um, here compared to other areas, it, right? It, it is, and 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 you know, in my notes here, you know, I, I I wanted to you know point out some of the things that people may not know, sure. Um, you know, as it relates to the winter travel basketball season, yeah, which um, are you know, MYS only administers winter shootouts. You know, formerly known as Super Savers during okay. the winter time. Yeah. You know, all the other tournaments you know that you see around you know the metro are administered by the Parent Volunteer Youth Sports Association. Sure. Now, we as the MYS, we may provide um, some scheduling services. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with the with the Youth First Conduct First Environment Initiative, yeah. you know, we're providing some signage. Um, you know, in terms of you know, making sure that, you know, folks are keeping their competitive energies in check and sure. respecting officials and keeping it all about the kids. But yeah. outside of that, you know, the MYS is really a fundraising mechanism um, for youth sports associations, booster clubs, and other nonprofit entities. So, for instance, we will, um, for our events, we will need a host. So, let's say Wyzetta, for instance. Wyzetta hosts a lot of our events. So. Yeah. We will take in all of the registrations. We will pay for and provide the officials. Um, we'll pay for and provide the awards. And the host keeps all the gate and the concessions. Okay. You know, so collectively, you know, over a calendar year, um, that fundraising mechanism allows associations and booster clubs and other yeah. nonprofit entities to fundraise almost $3 million a year. For sure. You know, but the perception, yeah. right? which is totally not the reality, is that, you know, the MYS is controlling it all. Yeah. Now, we have some guidelines that we've kind of set in place for our events that we run. Sure. Um, And most associations on the basketball side and baseball side will adopt those guidelines. They're they're good, yeah. (laughs) Which which makes it seem like, you know, we are administering those events. So, on Monday morning... You know, I call Monday morning, um, you know, at the office, the Monday morning blues, because we field all of the calls. Sure. With regards to, you know, poor conduct, you know, referee issues, whatever the the norm is, you yeah. know, for um, things not happening in a positive manner, yeah. you know, at a weekend tournament. Sure. We, we get the brunt of it. Okay. You know, so it's a pretty interesting dynamic that a lot of people really don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's been part of our... Um, initiative, you know, in 2020 is just to let people know exactly what it is we do, yep. why we do it, mm-hmm. um, just so there's a clear understanding, you know, yeah. of, of who we are and who we're not. Well, that's the first time I'd heard it said that way, and it it makes a lot of sense. And it, I mean, like, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> With all that organization and just taking all the junk, yeah. and uh, and so and, I mean, and the thing is, it's like, you know. We're, you know, kind of, you know, teetering around with, well, well, should we just say, okay, well, we're the official governing body, or should we remain as the unofficial governing body? Sure. Well, if we say that we are the govern, the official governing body, um, 
then we're going to provide more services mm -hmm. and more opportunities, more solutions yeah. to make things even easier right. um, for, for the parent volunteer youth sports organizations um, to provide a better you know, service for the, for the kids. Yeah, and you may or may not know the answer to this, but what would that look like? Um, you know, something, you know, we've met with uh, the Minnesota Youth Soccer Association a few times um, just to kind of take a look at, you know, what their membership template looks like. Um, I was out in Colorado last week speaking to um, the Colorado Park and Recreation Association, mm -hmm. and they have what you call um, CARA, which is the Colorado Association of Recreational Athletics, right? And so it's kind of right underneath you know, the CPRA, and so the CPRA provides, you know, a ton of services yeah. to help, you know, um, the recreational um, department kind of be more organized, you know. Yeah. Um, so they have a really cool intranet, you know, that we're hooked up to now to where we can actually see exactly what they're communicating about, what their issues are. Okay. Um, and so now it's just a matter of continuing to create those services because there's a need not only here yeah um but but across the country yeah and, and here john um we're probably more organized yeah than anywhere else you know so, so yeah there's a template yeah you know to, to to move around so so that that's exciting i've seen you kind of all over the place you've been in the south you've been in the west um personally you personally represent the mys uh, how is the how is that template growing? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 growing. Um, we we've experienced a lot of growth, and you know the the connector to it all, of course, is trusted coaches. Yep. You know um, because you can't really take an MYS to you know Colorado, right, or Louisiana. Yeah. But you know the I kind of I kind of refer to the to trusted coaches as kind of the EPA. You know the Environmental Protection Agency, yeah. you know, so to speak. You yeah. know, and, and as we continue to create, you know, um, you know, services um, and education you yeah. know, inside the platform, you know, we can take that across the country. Um, and the really cool thing about sure. the Trusted Coaches platform is that the youth coach, if the platform is connected in the community, only has to go through the process once. So, for instance, in Wyzetta, yeah. Right, you got why is that a girls basketball? Yes, you got um, Plymouth Why is that a youth baseball? Yeah, PWYBA, and you got why is that a football? Yep, they all use trusted coaches. Yep. So, all of those coaches, the coach that coaches football or baseball mm -hmm. or basketball, only has to go through the process once. Yeah, you know, and if you're not connected to trusted coaches, you're probably taking three background checks, right? Um, for an administrator. Right. Um, or a board member, yes. someone has to track the concussion training. Right on. That's a real job. It's a real volunteer. job. That is a real you know, job. So to have that stuff, you know, housed, you know, in one place. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's it's really really nice. Yeah. So yeah, and it's easy to go across and and just reference. Just claim a coach. That's all you gotta do. Yep, just claim a coach and pull them into whatever sport it is yep. you're doing for the next season. Because yep. at the end of the day. You know, we're all coaching multiple sports, yeah. you know, across the season. And uh, no, no youth coach, you know, has time to, to do a background check and concussion and child safety and all the other stuff, you know, three or four times in a year. And they probably they just don't need to. No. One time is enough. And the certification, or <laughs> I keep calling it a certification, okay. okay. man. Because <laughs> it, it, there's so much in there right. that that's what I get out of it. I'm right. certified in uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine, 
uh, precision nutrition and I go in and I go through the trusted coaches program and it feels like I've learned enough to be called a certification, which is why I keep referencing that way. How often do people need to get, um, go through the program if they've been a coach, let's say they're a coach for six years, how many times will they need to do the trusted coaches yeah, good content? Question. Good question. So, you know, it's, it's going to be based on what that association okay. um, requires. Mm-hmm. But from a best practices standpoint, yeah. you know, you want to background check people every year. Yeah. Um, in the state of Minnesota, your uh, concussion certification lasts for three years. Yeah. Um, child safety training, um, it looks like it's a two-year certification. Yeah. I think the coach character development component probably needs to be done every year sure. um, because things change, yeah. right? And then the first aid um, should probably be done every year as well, but it's not mandated, um, you know, by law. And I, I want to give a shout out um, to uh, M Health Fairview mm. as well uh, because they are uh, an amazing partner of ours. They help us, you know, coordinate, you know, all of the uh, videos that we use and produce them as well. Um, so they, they've been a huge part you know, and our success and, uh, you know, using their professionals over there to uh, make sure we're fostering compliance with, you know, state and federal laws. Yeah, so Trusted Coaches is the area that could grow, not necessarily in the depth of the content, although I'm sure it will continue to grow that way, but in the breadth of its uh, reach across the country and potentially even further. I mean, this stuff is applicable across – it doesn't matter. It it's, is. It's sport. It is. I've been, I've been talking with um, – some some guys over in Africa, yeah, uh, yeah. and you know it's it's applicable everywhere. Everywhere, man, yeah. it's good stuff yeah. and good reminders. Even if it is the same, or a yeah. lot of it, if some of it stays the same, some of it doesn't need to change. Right, you know what I mean. That's right. So okay, so you talked about adding things into kind of um, the programming and stuff. You talked about twenty percent. What I know you may not want to get super specific, but what what are you looking to add? As far as gifts a little more. Well, last year um, we had our first annual Trusted Coaches Youth Basketball Coaches Clinic. Okay. Um, We had just over 140 coaches down at Southwest High School, and we partnered with the Minneapolis Lakers. Um, They reached out to us, I want to say it was back in last April, Mm -hmm. um, because they had run a coaches clinic, and and luckily Chance Vesey um, reached out to us and and, and wanted to uh, know if we wanted to be a partner and, and take it into another level. So we had John Tower from the University of St. Thomas, Brian Bender from Southwest Mississippi Community College came up, uh, and we really, you know, got some great feedback. And um, so I think the next steps, you know, especially on the basketball side, because primarily, you know, it's the biggest sport uh, that MYS administers here in the state. Yep. Um, you know, when you talk about, you know, an A-level coach, a B-level coach, C-level coach, then you have in-house, there's a lot of disparity in knowledge sure. you know, between those three. Yeah. And, and I think, more importantly, there's a lot of disparity in the capabilities of the athlete. Sure. And so it is really hard, you know, for a coach that is, you know, a firefighter or an attorney or, or whatever their day job is, you know, to get off of work at five o'clock, scour YouTube and try to figure out, you know, how am I going to, you know, focus on, you know, making kids better, mm. you know, so I think our next steps um, with regards to, you know, to providing some solutions um, is to really get a hold on the coach and player development. And, and what I mean by that is it's basketball, yep. right? It's baseball, it's hockey. 
And the reason why I bring up hockey is because of USA Hockey's ADM model. Okay. Okay. Um, in order to be a hockey coach, yeah, you go through the risk management side of things with the background check, right? The concussion, child safety. Okay. But you have to go through the American development model before you step on that ice. Okay. And there is a certain way that things are done. And I think across the board, in any other sport, especially teaching, you know, at the youth level, things shouldn't change a lot. Right. It's pretty simple. It's pretty fundamental. So I think the next steps, you know, for us is creating, and we're already working on it, is is creating a a fundamental model that can sit at the table at every board in the position of director of coach and player development Mm -hmm. and provide a template for the coaches, for the players to develop. Sure. In addition to that, um, I think parents need to become a bit more educated as well with regards to um, what I call keeping up with the Joneses. Okay. You know, I think um, there's a huge rat race, you know, going on out there. And I don't think there's a few, you know, that have set out some goals and said, okay, you know, I want to, you know, make the A team. I want to play high school varsity, right? Sure. I want to play college basketball, but I just think that the way um, that we're going about doing it um, can improve. I'm not saying that it's completely wrong, yeah. Um, but I think it can be improved, and I always use the analogy of you can't take more tests than you study for Okay. from an academic standpoint. Yeah. That's a problem. Right on. And I wish that we would, you know, just kind of compare and contrast a little bit, you know, and, and use both of those and connect. And I think um, we get a lot more family time back on the weekends if we yeah. kind of address that a little bit. So we need more practice, less games. Yeah, there needs to be more practice, less right games. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, to be completely honest with you, that may be impossible. Right on. Okay? But I think there is a template yeah. that focuses on athletic development first. Yeah. Then fundamental skill sets as it relates to those sports. Sure. Right? Yeah. That will, will help kind of close those gaps. You, know you and I, mean? I have talked a lot about that in the last, well, however many years. That's kind of where we started talking. Yeah, you, about you, you did, uh, you came out and did a combine um, for, yep. some, for some kids that I was working with over yep. at, at LA Fitness. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, heck, if you don't, if you don't know where you start, yeah. You know, how, how you know where you're going. Right on. You know, and I just think, um, you know, there's just a lot of um, time and money, you know, being, being wasted um, because, you know, folks are just receiving some bad information, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. Dude, I, I figured we'd go there. I didn't know how far, uh, how deep we'd get into it, but I'm okay going deeper if well, you want to. Because I don't want to get too deep. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. We got other yeah. stuff to talk yeah, about? We do. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll move on to that then. Uh, man, trusted coaches, I, I have a feeling we'll come back to that at some point potentially. If we don't, it's okay. I think we talked about it a lot. And the fact that I didn't realize 2015 was as the – I mean, it's come so far just in five years. And like you said, 20%, the sky is literally the limit. Like you can go so many different places with that, not only in the depth, but also in the breadth and how many people can be reached. Yep. It's so amazing because I love to be able to provide that 
And when I communicate with coaches within the association, I'm always talking about the opportunities, the, the, um, the reminders, the expansion of knowledge, um, and just the necessity of having that information when you step on the court. If you're the only one in the gym and there's 10 girls there, you got to know what to do, or at least you got to have a pretty darn good idea of how to react when, if something does happen and yeah. you hope that it doesn't, but you just never know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's better to be, uh, better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. And, you know, and there is a, um, a, a, a really nice, some really nice guidelines for, for being able to, uh, administer, you know, support, you yeah. know, in whichever way is needed, you know, for a youth athlete. For sure. Um, all right. Now we'll transition to talk a little bit more about the kind of the next, the tournaments, the things like that that are happening in the next just few days, really. I mean, wow. you've got grade state for girls, grade state for boys coming up after, correct? Yep. yep. And, and then, you know, Kevin, a friend of mine, Kevin, talked about uh, he wanted to make sure we talked about ref shortage and solution. So I'll just start with that. And then player conduct, maybe talk about Mark and your partnership with Youth First, mm -hmm. uh, what's happening with how you're um, rewarding players, teams, parents, coaches for, um, you know, player first conduct on the court. And you maybe have a different term. That's just what kind of I thought to talk pretty, to. That's pretty close. Yeah, um, yeah trusted officials, um, again, you know, same platform as trusted coaches. Um, it's, it's to screen, you know, educate and retain, you know, officials. Uh, I think we all know that, you know, there's an official shortage, you know, um, that's taken place by the day. Um, and I think it's a two or three part, two or three part reasons as to why that is. Um, I think the main reason is you got parents on one side, mm -hmm. right? You've got officials on one side and you've got the parents' babies in the middle. Sure. Right? So, you know, the parent is fussing at the official because I think ultimately the official is can improve a little bit without question, okay? And okay. I think part of that is, you know, it's we need to recruit new officials. Mm. Some of these guys have been doing it for a long time. Sure. And they've been, you know, yelled at and berated for, for, for years and years and years. And, of yeah. course, you know, they've probably slowed down you know, a little bit as well. Right. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, the officials are officiating a not so good brand of basketball. Okay. The parents are watching a not so good brand of basketball. Yeah. And so, of course, the parent is going to protect the child. Yeah. And that's kind of where the, you know, the friction takes place. So yeah. can I stop you just mm -hmm. for a second? You mentioned fresh officials. I want to stop on that for a second because I want to talk about how can we where where can people get plugged into that idea then if somebody's standing out there going man I, you know they want to make some extra money they love the game they're doing something different they want to be around it how do we get involved it's actually pretty easy okay. um, you know we are doing some different things as it relates to again you know providing solutions yeah. to the associations by offering officials and umpire clinics hmm. okay so on the basketball side of trusted officials and the umpire side of trusted officials there's a rookie course okay that rookie course is for 13 to 17 year olds sure okay so what 13 to 17 year old wouldn't want to 
make 20, 25 bucks for 75 minutes. Amen. You know, they can't make that kind of money anywhere. No, my son, he's 14, and he's going to do some umpiring this summer because his friends were doing it last year, mm-hmm. and they're making 75, you know, 50 to 75 bucks a, a night. Uh, yes, right. A night. One night a week. That's, that's a right. big number for it. That's a, what? You know, that's two. That's almost three hundred bucks a month. Right. Eighty bucks a night. Right. And that's a, one, and that's, a, that's a lot of money for a for, for a sure. 14, 15 year old. And yeah. the other thing, you know, is that you know the kids get a chance to mm-hmm. to give back. Yeah. Right. And then they also get a chance to um, gain a better understanding. Yeah. Of the game of basketball or, or baseball or hockey. Or, they see it from or, a different angle. From a completely different perspective. Yeah. And if you're a player, mm. right? Sure. Your 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 intellect starts to go through the roof yeah okay but i think more importantly yeah um it gives these kids a sense of of ownership leadership um and you know once you step out in the real world and you've managed you know starting at 13 or 14 years years old and you've managed you know basketball games or baseball games for three or four years yeah i mean you got a different confidence about yourself for sure you know i can remember when i was 13 or 14 and i officiated um I was umpiring some some little league baseball, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I really got into it. You know, I was watching uh, Eric Gregg, um, you yeah. know, African American. I remember back him in the gap, right? Yep. And, and I would go watch, you know, how these the, their mannerisms, you know, what I mean, when they were calling in balls and strikes, yeah. and, and, and calling outs in the outfield, and I would take that, you know, into you know my umpiring <laughs> craft, you know. So, you know, it was really cool. So there's just so many different things. You know, um, you know that that are that are valuable as it relates to a thirteen to seventeen year old. You know, learning how to officiate. You know, our umpire game. Yep. And what parent, a crazy one, would yell at a kid? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, so the so the more we can get them, you know, at young ages, I think sure. you know we can kind of you know keep things in perspective. You know, for parents, um, you know, yeah. stands. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, trusted coaches is, I mean, excuse me, trusted officials. Yep. Um, you talk about trusted coaches only being 20% done. You know, oh, yeah. That's uh, right. I it, can't. It's, it's, you know, it, it just all, it all blends in together. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the beautiful thing about the Minnesota Youth Athletic Services that people, you know, really don't know about that we are literally. There's a there's a sign at the top of uh, one of our doors, and it's and it's called it's called the think tank. Mm. And there's a lot of thinking going on in that place yeah. as it relates to you know how can we improve yeah. the delivery of youth sports on a day to day basis. Yep. You know, and and it's and it's yep. not about you know raking in you know a bunch of money and 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 this that and the third, but it's literally about you know substance. Yeah, you know, every single day for us. Substance. I love it. It's good. It's Washington. That's what it is. Um, and you guys have programming created to work through that with those kids yet? Oh yeah, we've got. Um, there's a. If, if, if you go up on the trusted www.trustedofficials.org. Okay. Um, you can find the schedule for the umpire clinics, mm-hmm. and we're going to add a ton of, uh, of basketball clinics this year. Okay. Uh, this summer um, to start recruiting new officials. Yeah. You know, the really, the really, another really cool piece is that, you know, when I go into an association to a yeah. board meeting, 
um, there's several different bullets, you know, that I haven't fired. You know, you've got um, youth first, you've got, you know, scheduling services, um, you've got coach and player development opportunities, and then also within the coach and player development opportunities, yeah. there's an officials clinic that can be tied right into that. You know, so it's like a one-stop shop, um, you know, kind of summit format. So do you guys run those together? We we are starting to run Ooh, those together. I see it. Yep, we're starting to run those together. That's um, good on so many levels. Yeah, so you take, uh, you know, those 13 to 17-year-olds, yeah. you know, who are normally your, you know, high school varsity, yep. right, you know, kids, and, and it just really creates, you know, a lot of synergy, you know, between the programs um, because, you know, those kids or the younger kids will be able to kind of look up to those older kids. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's important, uh, but I think it's just a matter of people just slowing down a little bit to actually realize, like, oh, man, like, like – this whole thing is a dot connector. Yeah, you know, it really is. So, yeah, I can see it. I think people listening to this will be able to see it too, um, for sure. All right, basketball tournaments mm-hmm. coming up. So, what's going on? What is MYS doing around Great State? Well, we have our um, 2020 MYS Sportsmanship Initiative, yep. um, which emphasizes sportsmanship, fan behavior, and of course, again, retention of officials. Um, you know, as a leader in youth sports throughout Minnesota, you know, we want to be proactive yep. um, and impact the participants. You know, across the youth, youth athletes, the parents, officials, in a positive way. Um, and again, you know, we're going to implement the initiative through Youth First. Uh, Mark R. just created Youth First. Yep. He's been a, I mean, just an unbelievable partner, um, more mentor. Yeah. Um, the dude is just, just straight up gold. That's cool. Um, out of Owatonna, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, it's um, a really cool setup because, you know, there'll be signage all over the tournament. Yeah. Right. Um, there'll be the pocket reminders, um, information cards, and the officials um, before every game. Okay. We'll meet, greet the coaches, hand them some reminder cards as well to make sure that everyone's keeping their competitive energies in check. Yep. And then after the game, the official goes over to the score sheet, yep. right? Marks a yes or a no as it relates to whether or not the fans, the parent, or the fans, the coaches, and the players from yep. that team sure. display positive conduct. Yeah. Um, last year, if five teams or more from your association receive positive marks, yeah. we would come out and do a community award presentation. Mm-hmm. Last year we did uh I guess we're all over the place. Oh my gosh, I think we did uh, we did <laughs> I bet you were busy. We did like thirty <laughs> we did thirty of them. And I mean the experience was so cool uh-huh. because you know normally you don't get people on that level or in that mindset mm-hmm. because it's just so competitive all yeah. the time, you know. So we yeah. went out you know, to some of these communities, man, and we had, you know, 10 teams to recognize. Oh, yeah. Well, when you have 10 teams, you know, and we calculate, you know, there's 3.1 patrons per team mm. or per kid, excuse me. You know, so in some of these places, you know, there were three, 400, 500 people, you know, including the high school coaches, the board members, the parents, the kids. Yeah. You know, and uh, we put on this little community award presentation uh, with kids got a you know, a poster, yep. you know, with a team picture. And it was just really, really, really cool. Um, and then afterwards, we were like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, 
there's got to be a better way yeah. to do this. Uh-huh. So for the baseball season last year, we wound up partnering with the Twins okay. and the St. Paul Saints. Yeah. Uh, and two two nights at uh, CHS Field, yep. we had, I want to say in two nights, it was about 125 teams recognized. Wow. And we put almost 5,000 people in their seats. Man. You know, for those two nights. So the yeah. kids had a really cool experience on the field before the game. Yeah. Um, so all around, I mean, you know, we went from, I want to say in 2018, there were 13 or 14 major incidents to last year's Gray State Tournament, there was one. Yeah, that I have seen that. Being in youth sports, I have seen that. Even if the game is very intense and, and competitive, you see that competitiveness come through in the last minute or two of the game. But then once the game's over, it's over. It's over. It's just over. It's and that over. is such a beautiful thing to see. You can feel the tension during the game and then good game. That's all yeah. you hear after the games, at least uh, more, much more so now than ever before. Yeah. Than and I, I can I, remember. And I think, I think people, you know, parents, fans, or, or and coaches, mm-hmm. you know, I think they need to keep two things, two things in mind. Number one. You know, as it just relates to how hard it is for a kid to participate and compete on that stage. Yeah. You know, you're talking, you know, 13 on down to to eight, nine year old kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you do you realize how much pressure it is on them every time that whistle blows? Yeah. Like it is like judgment being cast down. You know, on them every time. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a huge part in why a lot of these kids, you know, stop playing at such sure. an early age because it's just a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, <clears throat> secondly, I would like to see this year, and I would encourage folks to either speak to or shake someone's hand before the game that doesn't look like you. Mm. I love that, man. Because, you know, th- that's a whole other issue. Yeah whole nother conversation right on um because because there is an issue because we're all coming from different places yep you know we see different things every day sure um and a lot of things that we see every single day yeah. look exactly like we look like yeah so when we step into an, a, a competitive environment yeah you know and i'm black and you're white yeah and you you got you know hispanic latino you know asian whatever it is you know we're all different as it relates to what we feel like is important from a competitive standpoint. Sure. Right. But we have to remember that it's all about the kids. I mean, in a perfect world, if, 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 if I could set it up to where, you know, when you look in the stands and people are sitting that every other person looks different. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. like that would just be, that, that would just be so huge. You yeah. Know, because I think we're just at a point in time, you know, um, not only in youth sports, but just in our country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where, where we need to really, you know, take a look at, you know, what's really going on. I think, yeah. you know, through sports, you know, historically have been the platform where everybody kind of intermingles and gets yeah. along and has a good time. Yeah. But since things have just gotten so competitive because there's so many opportunities for kids to play, yeah. um, I think we've just kind of lost sight of it. So I, I just really hope that this year – you know, um, everyone takes the, the, the youth first initiative mm-hmm. to another level, you know, and, and kind of get to a more of a, um, a diverse and inclusive, you know, um, environment. 
Yeah. That the one thing you said it's it's about the kids and I've been in this kind of space, right, serving on the board for a few years now and you kind of search for timeless things that'll never stop when you're getting into making big decisions or tough tough calls and that's the one thing that stuck that it's about the kids. What's it best is. for the kids? And if there's ever a doubt, ask yourself that question and then just do that. <laughs> it's a pretty easy answer. You know, to take it to another level, you know, um, last week, and again, you know, we get, you know, we get emails, complaints, you know, um, we get uh, just issues, you know, coming yeah. across. And, and we also get a lot of compliments sure. and, and, and a lot of positive things too. But, um, you know, being African-American, and, and, and working, you know, at the Minnesota Athletic Services, you know, I have a, uh, a, 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 an ordained duty, you know, to think outside the box. Sure. And I really think that there should be um, a board position mm. on every single board. And sure. I wish it could be mandated. Okay. Director of Diversity and Inclusion. Sure. Yeah. I just, you know, so if, if whoever hears this, um, you know, think about that, you know, and I think that can really be a dot connector, you know, for all of the associations to have good reason to come together and meet mm. about something, Sure. you know, outside of all of the other things that go along with new sports. But I, I think that is, is the most, you know, important thing that we're missing yeah. um, is the ability through sports, you know, to connect connect these dots, you know, um, and, and I with love, people I'm, that are different than us and, and people that have been, look at the end of the day, yeah, you, you ain't gonna find, now I'm talking Louisiana, you ain't gonna find nobody <laughs> um, that's more competitive than I am. Oh, I know it. But, you know, I think there's just more important things, yeah. you know, um, that'll, that'll just kind of help bring a lot of value, you know, to, yeah. uh, to youth sports as a whole. Yeah, that Louisiana, just the tempo of it all, <laughs> it brings me back to Dallas, you know, I spent some time yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. You start talking sports, and sometimes I've done some coaching. Oh yeah, back then. But uh, man, that is all awesome stuff. I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to talk about today? I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff right there. And I think um, you know we can just kind of take from this, take from this interview, um, and and break it down and. And you know we've got a lot of history together, and, sure. and this is this is kind of a um, a reunion. Yeah, for sure. Of yeah, sorts. absolutely. Um, so I, I'm just I, I'd love to continue talking with you. And, yeah, and breaking things down, and uh, you know, and just giving providing information. Yeah, you know, there's just so much more um, that we didn't cover. Yeah, because we were just kind of you know touching on a bunch of on a bunch things. of different there's things. Some specifics, I think. Yeah, we could go know, further into go further into that are really uh, help shed some light. Yeah, you know, on just this whole youth sports component as a whole. Yeah, it's important to me. It's important to you. It's important to a lot of the people that we interact with regularly, and it's important to people more so that don't even probably know that it's important to them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it does help shape the the next generation and the next one after that. Yeah, you know, and I, I um I have young boys, you know. Yeah. You know, five, three-year-old um, boys, and I, I can just see the rat race that's currently taking place. 
you know, and I and I know like you know I played you know Division One you know basketball, some arena football. Yeah. You know, my kid's mom you know played Division One hockey, yeah. and rugby, and and I just know that maybe mm-hmm. genetically there's some things that I ain't gonna have to do as it relates to the current environment of sports. You know, and luckily I know what I know, but I want to just shed light on. There's just a different way that you can do things, sure. you know what I'm saying, to develop your kid yeah. and still preserve, you know, family time, you know, and and, uh, and, I, and I think that's important. So I'm looking forward to more conversations. Maybe that's the next one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more conversations about uh, the rat race and keeping up yeah. with the Joneses. No, I certainly, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh. But I also know from experience as an ultra marathoner that this kind of like every once in a while saying whoa is a valuable thing mm-hmm. to do for your body, for your mind, for other elements of your life that might not be around in the same capacity when you grow out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't, the love doesn't ever have to change, but I mean... So that's just what I got on that. On that, but yeah, I definitely think we could go in a wink, wink, wink. wink yeah. <laughs> we could go a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, trusted coaches, trusted officials. Where can we find more information on the MYS? Where can people listening to this find more information on the MYS? Donate, give, um, just learn more. Continue to support the development of youth sports here and way beyond. Yeah, we've got a ton of information up on our website, of course, at www.mys.org. Um, we have uh, the MYS Foundation, the Trusted Coaches Foundation. Um, everything that we do is, is uh, nonprofit, um, so we're always looking for you know, donations, sponsored dollars, you know, just to continue to provide um, you know, a positive experience you know, for uh, kids who um, you know, are less fortunate. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if, if if anyone gets probably don't probably don't. There's a there's a, a coalition group, right, okay. that consists of you know Minneapolis and St. Paul, huh. and you know there there are a lot of um, issues, perceived issues, yeah. um, from the suburban community, sure. you know, because Minneapolis and St. Paul, um, the dynamics. Um, the demographics yeah. are so different, sure. right? So, I mean, in Minneapolis, for instance, you got, I don't know, 300,000 people, yeah. you know? So in, um, you know, Edina, you know, there's, I don't know, 30,000 or how many, how many ever it is, and there's like one high school. Where in Minneapolis and St. Paul, like there's four or five different high schools. Sure. So, you know, we set up the coalition to try to help create some sort of boundaries um, um, to help organize, you know, teams. So, like, we'll provide, you know, X amount of trusted coaches memberships, yeah. you know, to make sure the coaches are screened and educated. Yeah. Um, you know, we provide some tournament opportunities for, for those kids and organizations to participate in. Mm-hmm. And there is more that we need to do. Sure. And there's more that we are going to do. Yep. Um, so those are some of the things that, you know, the Trusted Coaches Foundation um, and the, the MYS Foundation um, contribute to so please www.mys.org you know go check us out um, if you have questions you know feel, feel feel free you know to contact you know someone at the office 
Um, and if you have more questions about Trusted Coaches or inquiries, uh, you can go to www.trustedcoaches.org um, for more information there as well. Should they reach out to you directly? Directly. Um, my email address is cfields at trustedcoaches.org or Clarence, don't put me on sale, Clarence, Clarence, at mys.org. Well, I'm sure you've never had to clarify that before. Every time I, every time I go somewhere and uh, they ask my name, I don't put me on sale. Don't I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm not on Clarence. It's Clarence. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I don't know. I love the trajectory. I think you, the sky's the limit, and it's moving quick. And it's fun to see. It's fun to connect with you, and thank you so much for – sitting down and talking with me today, my man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, dude. Peace. I hope you liked the episode today. Please share it with someone that you feel might benefit from the content discussed. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore John Howard. That's J-O-N-H-O-W-A-R-D. Subscribe to the newsletter at johnhoward.co. Join our happy group. Be made aware of new podcast episodes, product releases and sales, as well as stories of adventure. Live today with relentless courage.